Hello and welcome to Horror Squadcast episode 10. We made it to the double digits. 10. Woohoo! Hey, let's get this crack out of the bubbly. Uh, <laughs> I'm your host, Daniel Mark Young, and with me is my, uh, as always, is my co host, Mr. <laughs> you had to think about that. You really I, I had did. to think I, I, about I, I, that, I didn't you? I was going to say something like, I don't know, I, I don't know. It's, it's We're the nice. wonderful co-host. There you go. There you go. We'll go wonderful co-host. I haven't had my coffee this morning. That's the problem. Still uh, I'm, I'm double digits in my tea, I think. <laughs> and yes, yeah. I'm David Duke. <laughs> yes. Um, so episode 10, we made it this far. Who'd have thought? You know? Crazy. Yeah, right? oh. okay. Nuts. So some... it's all gone. I was just going to say nuts. That's all I said. He's just going to say nuts. nuts. Yeah, okay. Nuts. Um, so we've got some stuff to talk about. It's not. It's not been like an overly sort of uh, productive week in terms of like anything. To be honest, I mean, I um, you mentioned last week um, a few things you've been watching, and you mentioned uh, In Search of Darkness Part Three, which is on Shudder currently. Um, yes. I've seen the other two parts of that documentary and really, really like the documentary. I'm a big fan of like horror documentaries. Big fan of like. Um, you know, like the uh, Crystal Lake Memories, like the Friday Thirteenth one, which goes on for hours and hours and hours. Big fan of yeah, like, I watched Never, that. I was yeah, like... big fan of like Never Sleep Again, <laughs> the the Nightmare on Elm Street one, which goes on for about four hours. So I like I like good like in depth documentaries about horror movies and stuff like that. And obviously, this is about multiple horror movies. Um, but like I said the first two parts I really enjoyed, and I knew obviously they'd crowdfunded the third part. I knew eventually Shudder would have it. Um, and then obviously you spoke about it last week, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's out. Cool. So I've actually sat and watched all five and a half hours or whatever it is. Ridiculous. <laughs> that is, yeah. It just goes on and on and on. But it's never really dull or boring because it's always kind of like, it's always talking about something fun and interesting. Uh, and a lot of the films I had sort of seen or seen bits of or knew of, there was a few handful in there. I'd like, oh, I've never heard of that. So these are, it's good because it's like ones I now need to go back and check out, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, as always, you know. Always in, in interesting interviews, always interesting anecdotes from like making these films. Uh, if you're a fan of horror in general, which most people listening to this probably are, you know, and if you like, if you like documentaries, you're happy to sit there for five hours. Obviously, the beauty of this is you don't have to sit there for five hours in one sitting. You can just break it up into bits, which I think I did it in like three, break it into three se- sections. To be fair, um, no, you know, do it all in one go. Be a proper hardcore horror fan. You gotta go I watch did. part one, two, and three. There's something like that'd be like 14 hours or something stupid, wouldn't it? Yeah, crazy. 15 hours. Yeah. So, um, but, but if yeah. You've got, got no better to do with your life. I mean, we're horror people. We sit in the dark. What's the point? You just sit there. <laughs> just do it. There you go. Um, so, yeah, watch that. Obviously, I watched the film that we're talking about for review. But yeah, it's been a bit of a slow week. Uh, have you been watching anything? You got anything to talk about? Oh, I've, I'm always watching stuff. Well, actually, yeah. apart from uh, The Last of Us, which is streaming, mm. uh, I've been watching that, and I'm enjoying it. It is similar to the game. There is, you know, obviously there's the bits in it. People are complaining that some of it's not true to the game. Well, the problem is you're never going to get a movie that's true to a game and vice versa. They have to put a story in there for... The 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 the, prob- the problem with um, and obviously like maybe like video games these days are a lot more cinematic and a lot more story based than they used to be, so they do lend themselves a bit more to like you know film and TV shows now. 
But because it's such got a hardcore fan base, you're never going to please everybody. That's the, that's the trouble with taking on something like this that already has a massive fan base in one medium, trying to convert it to something else. You're always going to piss people off, whether it used to be a book that you turn into a TV show or a video game you turn into a TV show or a movie or whatever. You know, those fans of that thing, you know, they will always, there will always be somebody that will turn around and go, well, that's not right, or... That, yeah. That's cheap. Why is that that that? And always a nitpick and find shit to complain about. But from what I've heard overall, it's pretty good. And I've never played the games. I'm not a PlayStation guy, so I've never really sort of played them. I understand that they're you know very very popular, obviously. And obviously, this is a you know the TV show is a big deal. Um, and I've just been hearing good things about it. So it, it might, you know I'm probably just going to wait for it all to be out and available to watch, and then I'll probably just binge it. Perhaps if yeah. I do, I don't know yet. Um, yeah. I- I would suggest to watch it because it is quite fun and it's quite, you know, it's, yeah, it's good. got some good stuff in there. So yeah, I, but I would say watch it definitely. Okay, watch I'll, it. I'll, I'll I'll wait for it to sort of all be there and binge it. I think it's the best way. Yeah, I, I'm just an episode harmony. I watch it. <laughs> it's out. I <I'll> watch it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, apart. Yeah, apart from that, I watched uh, Near Dark. It's an old, uh, say, I've been watching yeah. some nostalgia movies. Yeah, you know, the, the, one old, uh, not... the old Catherine Bigelow vampire film, you know. It, yeah. It, do you know what? Like, it's really funny. Like, There's always this sort of debate between which is better, like The Lost Boys or Near Dark. And I always go with The Lost Boys. Yeah, well, The Lost Boys, for me, is a classic. And yes, I would agree. But also, yeah. I would agree that Near Dark was pretty much one of the better vampire films for its time. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. I think it's one of those things I never... I grew up watching The Lost Boys. I didn't so much grow up watching Near Dark. I, I caught it a little bit later on um, in life, and by that time I'd seen a lot of other stuff. Yeah, And to me it was like, it was good, but it just didn't live up to the hype that people... People hyped it so much. Near Dark's this amazing film. And I was like, I'll have to check it out, obviously. And then, you know, I did, and it just didn't hit the way I want. I expected it to, based off of everybody's hype for it. So, yeah, yeah for me, I, I like it, but I didn't, I don't love it. So, I think it, yeah. I think it's because since then there's been a whole array of, what like back in its day, for its time, it was one yeah, of yeah. the better, better horror films. And yeah, you know, our good old Bill Paxton in there. Played a great role. But yeah, I mean, that's the thing. As Bill always. Paxton isn't entertaining in anything he's in, you know. Yeah. Unfortunately, so, yeah. obviously, he passed away, but, uh, you know, we had that Lawrence, uh, Lance Herrickson. Yeah. He, 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 yeah. I mean, he's a good actor. He plays some good evilish. Dudes. Yeah, I mean, he's got a really, it has got a really good cast. I'll give it that. It definitely has yeah. a really good cast. But yeah. Cool. So, did you know there? that the UK version of that also had about fourteen seconds cut out of it due to the, you uh, know the fucking weird? That doesn't surprise me. Actually, that doesn't surprise me. Uh, it's about around the time you know things start getting trimmed down a little bit here and there. Yeah, I never actually, I never actually realised when I watched it, and then when I was like just picking up bits for the show and it come through and. I actually know which bits they cut out, but now I'm going to have to go back and watch it to see if it's actually in the film that I watched. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny because a lot of the stuff that got cut in the 80s has now been waived and is back in. And it's because, and in yeah. some ways, I think it's just easier because obviously, like, when the distributor produces like a disc, like a DVD or a Blu-ray or whatever of it, rather than having to produce a special version of it for us, the UK, where some things are cut out, they'll just put out like the US disc region free or whatever with a different, yeah. you know, bit of artwork on the front or whatever. And, you know, it's easier to do it that way and just have it passed as un- uncut or just, you know, wave the cut. Cause a lot of this stuff is, you, know, you look back at it now, you think they cut that for, for 14 seconds it's probably not even that bad compared to a lot of the shit that's out today do you know what i mean so yeah i mean that, those 14 seconds are probably back in the movie anyway by now if yeah. you was to buy it i'm still um, gonna have to go back and watch it to find out if they're in there yeah fair enough but yeah <laughs> other than that have you, have you been watching anything else is that it is that, is that, is that, uh or... i mean i've got two Okay. That I want to touch on, but I don't want to take up like you know. No, no, I you're right. Go, oh. I could go on for hours, but I watched a film called Boys in Trees from that's from 2016. Yeah, I've heard of it. Uh, uh, it's not so much a horror; it's more like a ghost story. I wasn't 100. percent Yeah, it was like a on the mild version of horror because it is like a ghosty story. It's basically. Two guys, two kids that were friends, and then one of them become he gets friends with the big popular gang, and then they pick on the other one, and all that sort of stuff. And it turns out that you know, this they end up spending the two friends come together again, and end up going on a walk home. But it takes them through a journey of like their memories and stuff. Right, okay. And it turns That's out that... Quite different to like the stuff yeah, that usually watch. Yeah, and it turns out that when it gets to the end that this kid is dead. Okay. So he's been, basically been walking around with his ghost, so... Uh, okay. Spoiler alert. Uh, yeah, spoiler alert. Well, it's 2016, <laughs> so like... Well, you know, you I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> well, you know, good reason to. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, I didn't That's say cool. which one, I didn't say which one, but it, I mean, it's pretty obvious... Yeah, it probably is now. I know. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, well, I mean, I, I I got it from like halfway through the film. Yeah, because it yeah. nothing really happens till you, you see it. You, you're like, yeah, right, okay. You know, you you're like you twig on as soon as certain part hits the movie, and you're like, all right, yeah, well, obviously that's you know, because he's not, obviously he's not dead in the full film, so. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. What else is well, yeah. it you were uh, you watched? Yeah, uh, I watched this film called The Apology, which I thought was a little fucked up. Okay, but it was good. It was fucked up in a good way. Okay, like cool. uh, this this woman's daughter goes, she disappears, right? Mm. Like nobody knows where she is or what she is or anything like that. And then, like, 20 years later, she's sort of... <laughs> the mother's sort of like, you know, she, she's she's gone batshit, not crazy, but she's a bit of an alcoholic and or recovering and all this, lot, trying to get her life back around after these 20 years. But then her brother-in-law or ex-brother-in-law turns up at night, you know, it's like, just fucking knocks on the door, like, you know. 
and he wants to talk to her and all this crap. And if you haven't seen it, there's not much I can say without spoiling it. Fair enough. But things ensue and shit goes down and it's not quite what you'll expect. Okay, cool. (laughs) Interesting to sort of... uh... Yeah, it, movies like that. yeah, it's it, again. It's set with like two actors, so the whole thing is set. Just do you know what I mean? There's not. Yeah, it's just like you know, it's not like you've got a lot going on, so you yeah. can concentrate on the two people that are in the room and the little bits that are happening and stuff like that. And that's from well, directed by Alison Locke. Written by Alison Locke, and it's got Anna Gulinus in. <laughs> I was just stop trying to say names. These names are terrible, I tell you. Anna Gunlinus, Rushy, Ginny's Garfalo. I think that's about three people, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that could be three people. Oh, okay. It could well, be Anna Gunn. Yeah, it could be Anna Gunn, Linus Rush, and Janine yeah. Garfalo, 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 I'm the Garfalo. Right, okay, yeah. <laughs> so but you, you gonna, know what I mean. You, you were going to recommend another movie to me, right? Oh, yeah. Now, if you've not seen this film, you are missing out. This film is the film of the year, even though it wasn't made this year. It's the film of the year okay. for me so far. Obviously, we're only in February, so this has to be a number one pick, Swamp Shark. I'm detecting a massive hint of sarcasm here. <laughs> well, I don't know where from. Swamp Shark. Okay, let's just... Uh, Swamp Shark. Well, you, you can talk about it, so I'm going to quickly IMDb this. So, Swamp Shark basically is these... Well, I don't... It's it's kind of like this. They have this massive shark in a tank that they're, they're supposed to. Be, I don't actually know why they're transporting this massive shark. Yeah. You know, the double the size of Jaws hmm. in a big water tank that looks like you know these uh, oil tankers. Yeah, I can see the trailer now. Covered yeah. petrol and stuff in. Yeah, and they're going through the hick towns. <laughs> Why, I don't know. And this shark breaks through the steel and it rolls off into a swamp. Okay, hence the title, Swamp Shark. Hence Swamp Shark. And then from there you get the good old-fashioned stuff, a bit like Piranha 3D and all that. Then type of movies rolled into one hick-filled bundle of shite. Oh, amazing. <laughs> That's why it's my number one of the year. But no, I mean, like every, 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 you know, every movie is basically a triumph because people have made it. But yeah. this is along the lines of, you know, you know like you was saying before, that the ones that you'd see on SF, FX and stuff like that, them sort of films that have been put out. By Asylum and stuff like that. It's that kind yeah. of movie. Yeah, it's yeah. not. I don't. It's not put out by Asylum, but it's in that genre. It's in the same. It's the same sort of quality. 
Definitely. Yeah, I can tell just by uh, <laughs> looking at the trailer, what, this sort of thing you're uh, describing it. Yeah. So it made, made back in 2011, apparently, as a TV movie. So, yeah, it wasn't even like supposed to be like a theatrical thing. It was supposed to be straight onto TV. Well, I don't even think that would have a, a praise to be in a, in a, in a cinema, to be no, honest. Yeah. I don't yeah. even think that well, would be... It's not even a straight-to-DVD, that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to check it out. I will, I will check it out at some point. We'll talk about it on the show. But I, I mean, the the quality of the shark is amazing. Yeah, it looks pretty good. If you like a good bit of CGI and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, amazing. Is <laughs> okay. uh, the good old... Uh, oh, no, Georgie, what shall we do? Let's go hunt the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well i tell you what if you guys if you guys listening want us to discuss swamp shark on the show uh maybe on the next episode we'll see uh hit us up uh horror squad uh horror squadcast at gmail.com yeah just let us know. if you want to if you want to if you want us to review swamp shark like properly review it well let us know i think it'll be entertaining i'm definitely gonna have to I, watch it at some point i could understand this being like if this was a Monday morning, I know you've not had your coffee. Mm. <laughs> if this was a Monday morning, I could understand the, the tongue tied. But we're Friday. We should be. Woo! Unless no, you've had a hell of a long week. It's the opposite, right? the fucking week. <laughs> yeah, well, you should be supercharged for the weekend. Nah. Um, right. So is, that, <laughs> is that everything we've got to talk about in terms of what we watched? Oh, I said I haven't watched that much other than what we've Yeah, I mean... You know, I, I just tend to watch a lot of stuff. And then, because there's no really on, I've been watching Naked and Afraid as well. Okay. But Fair that's enough. just, that's a survival programme. Not a horror programme, so there's no, no point just, in talking about I it. I just thought it was a standard evening, a standard evening in, in for you, mate. You know what I mean? Naked and Afraid. Oh, it's naked and watching movies, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Never afraid. I haven't seen a movie that scared me in years. I don't know. Swamp Shark looks pretty terrifying. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> phew, that was a brown stained pants type of movie, that. Is it? Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to a little bit of news. It's been a very slow week for news. We've sort of had to just, you know cherry pick a few things um just a couple of things i was talking about we haven't really spoken about it on this show since kind of being off air over the holidays we've had like a trailer for scream six i know you're not a massive fan of the series but i want to talk a little bit about it briefly. yeah go on uh, i'll let you we had a, we had a trailer well thanks very much uh we'll do it anyway we had a trailer we've had we've recently this week had a because uh, super bowl super bowl is coming up this weekend uh, and obviously, you know, Super Bowl, you get a lot of trailers for movies and stuff. So there's a Super Bowl trailer that's come out as well. That's leaked online a little bit earlier than planned. Um, but they've also announced a fan event, which is going to be in 3D on March the 9th, which is the day before the film comes out. So if there's a special fan event being held um, the day before it comes out. And it's certain cinemas. I think it's only stateside. So I think it's only certain um, cinemas that will be doing it, certain theatres that will be doing it. Um, but they're showing the movie in 3D a day early, and it's just for fans of Scream. Um, I thought I'd throw that out in there uh, in terms of news. Um, you know, other than that, I mean, we've had a couple of little things that I just don't even think were really worth mentioning, but a film that we've sort of talked about a little bit on the show, Winnie, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, yeah? We mentioned oh, I need, to, I need to see this movie, yeah. I need to see this yeah. movie. So 
I think recently this week it's been announced that we're getting Blu-rays of this film. It's actually coming out in April. I know in Australia, Umbrella uh, Entertainment have announced a Blu-ray for April. We're getting it over here in the UK on April the 17th on Blu-ray. So I imagine like digital and, you know, will be over at the same time or maybe a week before. So we can we can look forward to maybe talking about that sort of mid-April. That'd be kind of cool. So yeah, that's yeah. coming out. It's pre-order on uh, Amazon at the moment for twelve ninety nine uh, from Altitude Film Distribution. Worth a shot, you know. Uh, it looks kind of fun. I think it's going to be like a goofy little slasher movie that'll be kind of a good laugh. Um, whether or not it's as entertaining as we want it to be, or as it looks, that's another thing. You know, we'll see. Time will tell. But got a couple of months to wait on that one. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to it. That's definitely something I wanted I want us to review on the show. I think yeah, we'd, we'd be doing our, doing our listeners a disservice if we didn't talk about it. So yeah, I think yeah. um so we're not gonna have to wait that long. I say I don't know when digital uh, release will be out, if it's out a little bit soon and that we'll be able to talk about it sooner. But yeah. So it's cool we'll be getting physical release for it, because I didn't know if we were or not. I don't know if we're getting theatrical over here. I don't know. Like there's so much kind of like about this movie that's like a little bit you know, mysterious in terms of even just it being released in general. But yeah, like I said, this past week, I think they've announced that April's, I think it might even just be a straight to disc thing for us, especially over here. Um, yeah. Yeah. April 17th. So around that time, maybe a bit before we'll get to talk about it. Yeah. I think, I mean, I've seen, I've seen the trailers for it and I, I always look to see if there's more trailers Mm. You know, different versions of it. And I think the fact that it's actually ripping the shit out of Winnie the Pooh in the first place is maybe why it's a bit blase and, you know, covert type yeah. thing. Yeah. True. I have seen a thing that a film that you might like. It's supposedly uh, The Outwaters. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of talk about it. Supposed to be the next big thing, so yeah. I but, thought you uh, might like that. You're into Blair Witch type thing. It's... Yeah, I think that's one of those films. I think I'll wait until I can uh, get my hands on it, watch it, and then maybe talk about it. I didn't want to. The films like that get really hyped up really quickly. So I mean, look what happened with Skinnerink. You know that got hyped to fuck, and there is a parody of that. All right, okay. It's twelve minutes long. <laughs> okay and it's got uh it looks like it's got hooking elmo in it amazing so yeah i haven't watched i haven't watched it i saw it this morning uh yeah and i'm like oh but what uh yeah, yeah. You, you keep talking i'll see if i can find the name well, no, no, like that. i'll just send it to me later um but yeah i I, said, I I did like when we reviewed it last week i was on a bit of a sort of a hype of like going i was going off on one a little bit about it when i you know like how i, I just didn't like the film you know i just didn't didn't even think it was a film and you know what i say i do appreciate that the guy made something like we always say on the show it is an achievement to make anything you know, but obviously when your movie gets put out there, you have to expect, you know, a certain level of criticism. And when you do something that's kind of completely different to anything that's out there, it's, it's going to get criticized even more. But yeah, I just, um, yeah, I kind of went off on one last week and I ended up watching a review that someone did uh, on YouTube. I forget the guy's name now, but he did like a perfect, perfect review of the movie 
in that he absolutely nailed on nailed it on the head like my thoughts on it he shared exactly the same opinion as me on it and he even did this whole thing where he just went he he, he said this is basically the movie without showing any clips from it he kind of said you know I'm just going to set up a camera and film a doorway and then I'm going to add this filter over the top and then I'm going to add these sounds. And he literally, you know, did this whole thing and just showed how easy it was to kind of replicate it. And it actually looked like it was from the... If I didn't know any better, I'd have said that was a part of the film. But, like, he actually recreated, you know, the kind of look and feel of the film very quickly without much effort. And that just kind of... That's how I felt about Skin and Marink. But, yeah. Um... The, the parody is yeah. called Skinnamarinky-Doo Part 2. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm sold already. I am sold already. Um, okay, we'll we'll move on from that. I think that's something we'll watch after we finish recording. <laughs> yeah, I, I only saw it this morning, so I haven't even... I'm going to have to see if I can find it. This was just... Uh, it was part of the, the news segment. Uh, but... I didn't want to bring it up because I've not seen it. So, yeah, no worries. Um, well, anyways, we'll. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably we'll get... better than the original, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. So, I think it's about time we talk about the movie that we are going to review this week. Oh yeah, I forgot. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're yeah we're reviewing a movie. Believe it or not, <laughs> we do that sometimes. Damn it! So, we are talking about sick. This is a movie that was uh, released straight onto Peacock. It was a Peacock original, uh, so it's straight to streaming platform. Didn't you know come out theatrically or anything like that? But it's a Blumhouse release. Blumhouse and Miramax. Um, I think written also and produced by Kevin Williamson, who's responsible for Scream. I know you did last summer. All those kind of teen slasher movies, and this has a very similar vibe to it. And I, I think you know when it comes to slasher movies, generally, I think the thing is. They're all pretty much the same thing. It's just whether or not story and concept-wise, there's something they can add new into the mix to make it feel a bit different, a little bit fresh. But essentially, it is people, teenagers usually, getting killed off in kind of fun ways by some kind of killer. Uh, and so it, this movie takes the kind of those slasher tropes, the kind of typical things you'd see in, in slash movies of the 80s and 90s, especially more than 90s, kind of teen slash of the 90s, uh, things like Scream, things like I know you did last summer, etc. Um, and it adds this whole new dimension to it in that this is set during the pandemic, um, which is interesting, actually, because obviously it plays a big part of the story, which we will get to, and we will talk about spoilers when it comes to, um, you know, sort of talking about the ending of the film, the kind of the big reveal, the big twist. Um, so this movie was directed by John Hyams. It stars Gideon Adelon, uh, and a few other people. I'm not going to butcher people's names. But yeah, it has like a, a very sort of minimal cast, but all sort of teen cast, pretty much, uh, as you would expect. But yes, essentially, it is about um, these two, two girls, two girls and a guy, essentially, who um, are quarantining at this big cabin on a lake sort of thing and just, you know, chilling, basically. And then all of a sudden, you know, the cabin's broken into one night and they're all kind of just like, you know, stalked by this serial killer. Um, and it, that sounds really simple, basic and kind of boring. And, you know, there are, there are slow moments in this film where the film did get drag a tiny bit sort of 
after the first 25 minutes when things are established, we had a cool opening sequence where a character was killed off. We don't know why, what his connection was to the rest of the film or the story, but we find out later on. Um, and that well, was actually quite a cool sequence. I kind of like that opening sequence because they had this whole, um, you know, uh, almost like a choreographed fight sequence between him and the killer that was actually really well shot. There was some cool stuff in there. A lot of kind of like speeding up and slowing down the camera. A lot of cool sort of camera movements and weird angles and stuff. Um, and it was quite well shot. It was quite competently put together. Um, and so, yeah, and then we kind of have this, this moment where our main character is introduced, the scenario is introduced. You know, it's very, it does hit you over the head very sort of like, quite heavily in the opening moments that yes this is happening during the pandemic everyone having to wear a mask you know uh having to you know be sort of two meters apart having to kind of you know clean things down and it's very very much i think this is set in like april uh of of 20 was it 2020 yeah it's years just merging to one isn't it yeah Yeah. april 2020 i believe this is when this is set it's alluded to this april so we they would have been just in um you know in lockdown um and so yeah that's kind of the very basic stuff that we can talk about um obviously yeah it does it does hit you over the head a little bit with these sort of covid you know related bits and pieces you know just to keep driving home the fact this is happening during quarantine this is you know it's during covid etc um and i think it's going to be kind of interesting because obviously this that in itself dates this movie and obviously right now it feels fresh and a bit new and not, not new, but fresh, but you know, like this is something that's tackling events and themes of things that have happened quite recently. I think in 10, 15, 20 years, if you go back and watch this film, it will be kind of like, Oh yeah, that was weird. Wasn't it? We all had to wear masks. Oh, that was weird. We all had to stand so far apart. Oh, that was weird. Cleaning all your stuff you bought. And you know, you know, it's going to be this weird, curious movie. It's like very unique in that, it was set a very a very specific time, but a very brief time in, in history. Um, but yes, so let's talk a little bit more. I mean, other other than you know, it has these slow moments, but then it kind of kicks up a gear in the last sort of half. It's very weird. There's some slightly disjointed stuff where it feels like it's you know, there's not a massive amount of story to tell, and it takes its time. It's not a long film either. It's only eighty three minutes long. So, you know, about an hour and 20 minutes of movie, um, you know, so it doesn't really outstay his work on, but there's definitely a period in the middle where it sort of felt like it really slowed down a lot before kicking up into a gear. There's some cool kills in it. Um, our sort of final girl, so to speak, she, you know, definitely kicked some ass. I wasn't expecting it from her too much, but they, they no. went there. She, she definitely, not- you know, she definitely gave as good as she got. Um, and so to begin with, I found... And I do, and I found this. This is maybe just me being getting old and getting closer to forty here. But like, I find teenagers in movies nowadays like super fucking annoying. I think it was the biggest problem I had with like bodies, bodies, bodies was like I just yeah. found so fucking irritating the way they spoke, the way they acted, how everything was on fucking social media, how they lived, how just just everything just kind of really pissed me off about them. And <laughs> I started feeling that way about these characters, but by halfway through, I actually kind of started to feel like a bit more not so much sympathy towards them but like i felt like maybe they're not so annoying and uh, you know what i mean they, they got a little bit less annoying for me and a bit more kind of like yeah actually i can i can root for you now like i feel like i can 
I'm on yeah. your side of it. Yeah. Um, so obviously there's a you know a big elephant in the room in terms of like the twist, which we'll get to. So we will be talking spoilers, but I feel like there's no way to really talk about this movie without actually mentioning spoilers. Um, spoil it. Spoil it. Yeah. So I guess I guess we have to just yeah spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it, uh, skip the next sort of five ten minutes, whatever. We'll just skip the rest of the episode because that's probably all we're going to be talking about. Um, yeah. I I I want to. I mean, obviously, up until this point, I want to know without giving spoilers. We'll do spoilers in a sec. Up to this point, to so minus the twist, what did you think to the film? Well, like I say, yeah. I mean, when you first mentioned it, I was like. Sick, you know, without actually looking at you, you think, oh, what sort of film is this going to be? Because Sick kind of, like, produces uh, a different sort of image, you know, the, the title sort of like. And then when I started watching it, I thought, Scream. You know, the first, the first, uh, you know, the first bit of the movie yeah, it's very got, reminiscent got, of Scream. Yeah. yeah, I got Scream vibes from it. Uh, yeah. Typical slasher-type killer movie. But, like, then moving on, it it kind of threw me because I was like, all right, so, you know, this, this person at the beginning is dead. What's going to happen now? And yeah. like you say, you, you get it. It's definitely a pandemic film. There's no yeah. way of getting around that. Yeah. And again, more than likely, we, we will look back at this film and think, this is the film of the pandemic. Yeah. I think it's like, it is definitely, I think it's going to be weird to look back at it in say 10 years time, something like that. If we even yeah. remember it 10 years time. I'm not saying this movie is forgettable, but, you know, it it was well made and it was well fairly well written and the acting was good. Everything was good about it. Like, you know, but it just wasn't like a big budget movie that I think they didn't pump so much money into that it had to make it a theatrical release. You know, it was very much a kind of, you know, a four streaming platform kind of movie. And it feels very much like that. So it's sort of restricted in terms of its budget, you know. Yeah. Um, so whether well, or not in 10 years we remember it or not is another thing, you know. Yeah, I mean, to me uh, as well, like you get to like the annoying teenagers, but to me they were like the typical scream queen, beauty queen type teenagers anyway. Yeah, that's true. Which for me, you know, they were all the skinny, blonde-haired, bimbo type. So that is something. I, yeah, that's a really good point. Actually, that's something that you know they didn't they didn't really go overboard with like hiring oh you know not no offense obviously to the actresses and actors involved in that but like they didn't go like let's make these people like outrageously attractive you know like they were attractive but it's not like you know to the they were normal disgustingly. they were normal yeah normal you know, normal teenagers not like yeah, the yeah. outspoken ones that you usually get mm, yeah. in these kind of movies yeah okay cool uh yeah i i agree i think that's a, that was actually a really good point yeah um yeah, and like I said, start to kick ass, and it's morally it is more or less something you like that you would do. There is outrageous moments in it where you think, yeah, right, whatever, that's like never going to happen. But in a lot of slashes and stuff like that, you think that's impossible. 
you know. Yeah, you have to expect a little bit of that. Yeah, but it is pretty much what you would expect to happen in that situation. And yeah. it was, like you said, it was a little bit slow up to get into that bit. But once you got the vibe of what was going on, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I enjoyed it from... So, yeah, I feel like there's a there was a, def- there was a definite sort of middle section where the film slows down really a lot. The pacing goes way down. Yeah, and rather than creating much in my attention or dread, it just didn't do that. It could have took that time to do it. It could have said, right, we've got this slower sort of, you know, twenty minutes here. Let's do something with it as well as drip feed bits of story and let's let's make it a bit more tense but they didn't which which i felt i like did the film a bit of a disservice because there were more opportunities to make it a bit more tense yeah um we have to talk spoilers now we have to talk spoilers so yeah if you haven't seen the film and you're really interested in it um turn off now but so essentially yes this being a movie about the pandemic being code that plays a big part into the twist there are technically three killers in this movie um and it's essentially two parents and their bro- uh, the brother of this guy who so basically the main character um parker i believe her name was um she contracted covid went to a party passed it on to several other people one of which was uh a, a, a guy that died from it which is really weird that they wouldn't have known that that happened because you know word spreads quickly even in the pandemic you know you have people dying from it but she passed on covid to this guy she made out with at a party the a clip of it her making out with this dude was posted on social media so everyone knew about it he then died of covid um you know and they basically the parents and the brother of this guy tracked down people who'd got it and contracted it and, and tried killing them off which is why it links back to this guy at the beginning He's the one that gave it to the main character, Parker. So it's kind of like this whole spiral. They're just killing off anyone that had any involvement in it, which is an interesting concept for a movie. And it only really works in this kind of, you know, in this timeline of the the whole COVID pandemic lockdown thing. So really interesting, like, story of, like, you know, an interesting twist. You know, it works and it doesn't. There's stuff about this movie that does and doesn't work. Um, you know, but I like the fact they tried something different. It's set in a very unique time. Um, and, you know, the execution of the movie was actually fairly decent. You know, it wasn't, you know, it was cheap. It was low budget, but it wasn't like to the point where it's the movie suffered because of it. Um, and yeah, I feel like, you know, the twist, you, you kind of maybe see it coming, you maybe don't. I didn't really see it coming. I was just, confused by a lot of like oh there's more than one oh, wait who, who are these people you know um but then it all starts to make sense and i think it's kind of a neat little twist it, this isn't a mind-blowing movie where you're like oh my god the twist to this film is amazing like you know it's just like oh that was cool you know like that was an in- that was a cool little story they told you know yeah um you know so yeah and, and in a way it's really fucked because obviously you feel bad for a main character and then technically she's like been very irresponsible during the pandemic and actually people have suffered because of it yeah so you feel bad for her, don't you feel bad for her? it's a weird sort of like thing but she didn't know so because she was ac yeah and all this she, kind of stuff. so it's, yeah, it's a really weird film 
Yeah, she didn't have the symptoms of COVID. But let's, yeah. I mean, you've got to remember that it was called an end of the world party. And everybody who was everybody who didn't really give a shit about COVID went. So there's yeah. no reason to say he didn't pass it to her. Wow, yeah, that's true. That's uh, it. Yeah, they reckon they tra- they quote-unquote traced it back to her and the guy that gave to her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, I mean... You know, they, I think they were just a bit unhinged anyway at the loss of yeah. their kid and they just took it out on whoever. There was certainly a little bit off on there. Though, I mean... The mother was played really well. She was skits on that woman. Yeah, I mean, she I really was great. Um, her name's Jane Adams. Uh, she's been a few other things. I can't remember what, but yeah, yeah she was great. She was great. There's a lot. Of, the acting in this was solid. You know, this is actually a very solid movie. Is it an amazing, mind blowing? Like, oh my god, you know, if you, I mean, if you like slasher movies with like neat little twists that aren't like super high budget, go for it. You can do a lot worse. Um, yeah. This movie's been out for about a month now, so it's you know most people yeah. have probably seen it. The one, but yeah, it's a it's a nice you know neat little film. It's kind of cool. It's like eighty minutes long. It's not very long. It's you know drags a little bit at a certain point, but you know kind of cool, kind of fun. Like I said, you know obviously most people that have probably stayed tuned to it now have already seen the film and you know know the, know the twist and yeah. why that we were talking to him when we say go watch it. But you know, yeah, I like I mean, it. I like it. Yeah, I, I, I've got all my hands up. I did fall asleep the first time I watched it. Yeah. But I was also sick. I, I found out I was sick. That sounds daft that I found out I was sick. I had right. vertigo. So right. yeah, vertigo enough. just makes me feel tired all the time. Yeah. So, But I fell asleep in the slow bit. Yeah. And then I oh, woke yeah, up to near the end bit. So that's right. why I rewatched it. And I did like it and yeah. like the fact the fact that they didn't use stereotypical of the horror, you know, that the these horror movies for characters yeah. and that there was ended up three. I will say though, if I took a pound into the face like that when she gave that bloke with that kettle or whatever it was, mm. I wouldn't be getting back up. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> she fucked that dude up big time. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like they, yeah, she she was full on. As soon as, as soon as like she knew, she just kind of knew what was going on. Like that, you know, her life was in danger. She full on went, you know, feral final girl mode and fucked some shit up. So yeah, yeah that was entertaining. I I liked that about it. Like, she wasn't. She she was she was you know in proper survival mode, which I think was really cool to see. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, it's, it's something different, you know. Something the, a little bit different. The splint on the leg, she wouldn't have been on. The other, this, the other girl. Yeah, I'm surprised the, she survived the fall. Yeah. Yeah, the splint but, on the leg, she wouldn't have been able to walk on because it was longer than her leg anyway. Uh, oh, yeah. Just a few yeah. little bit, you know, like cl- dry clothes coming when they've just come out of the water and stuff like that. I know There's a few things know. in there you can nitpick and, and rip the piss out of, obviously. But, you know, it, at the end of the day, it's a slasher movie. And, and I think just to get something that's a little bit fresh within the subgenre of slasher movies is very welcome because, again, there's so many slasher movies out there and they're all very similar. And, it, you know, it gets to the point where it's very painful to kind of watch some of these because it's like... Yeah. They're not being very inventive. They're not doing anything different. And so when one comes along and tries a little bit harder to be different and set itself, you know, apart from the rest, you know, it's definitely worth a look. So if you're into yeah. slasher movies, then there, give it a watch. It's, it's yeah. You can do a lot worse, like I said. 
for a COVID movie, a COVID slasher movie, it's definitely worth a watch. It's yeah. different to all the other COVID movies. It's more true to life for a COVID movie, apart from the slasher bit. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you didn't pass it to somebody and their parents come to kill you. But you know what I mean? It's all there as in it's set out properly for COVID. It's not like some that's a bit exaggerated about the actual virus. It is simply, you know, wear your mask, get out, you know, and all that. It's And then it takes the twist of track and trace. So never have track and trace on your phone, people, because that's what happens. You might end up with somebody's parents on your doorstep with a freaking hatchet. It's true. There you right. go. <laughs> well, there we go. That, 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 was, that's, uh, that was sick. So, yeah, check it out. Um, that's pretty much it. was actually way. sick, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see what um, you did right, there. That's it. If you, uh, if you want to contact this for any reason, if you want us to review uh, Swamp Shark, oh, fucking. Swamp oh, Shark! Oh, mate, I can't wait. Um, hit us up, horrorsquadcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're hoping to do another episode in a few weeks' time. Uh, the schedule is a little bit messy, a bit all over the place. We'll just see. Uh, we'll get into uh, we'll get into a routine very very soon. Um, I'm hoping to have some more guests. We'll have some guests on the show eventually. We're getting there. We're working towards it. Um, just got to see who's about, who's available. Uh, get some people on, do some promo and stuff like that. But yeah, thank you very much for tuning in this week, listening thank to us babble on about absolutely nothing um but yes we'll be back very soon with another episode and uh take it easy and we will see you soon bye bye